So Josh, um, have you ever screwed up something so bad, something so bad that it made international news, led to the downfall of millions of dollars, and everyone in America was mad at you? No, I, I, I haven't. I, I mean, someone did this week. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, yeah. The Iowa caucus. Yeah, we're a political <laughs> podcast now. Well, okay, so. I don't have enough information on this to like really have an opinion, but it's like first and foremost, why would you had why would you hire a corporation that was called Shadow? Well, it's literally a shadow organization. So it's just totally tone deaf. The caucus. I used to work in politics. Sure. I was a political science major. I used to be really into this until I was like, I want to play zip zap zop and improv with my friends. Sure. And I forgot all about a real job. Um, I have a real job. Um, sorry to my coworkers listening, (laughs) 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 but I forgot all about politics. So caucusing is insane to begin with because how it works is you go into a room and you stand in a group and someone counts how many people are in that group. And then the small groups have to join bigger groups. Sure. Until there's a winner. It's buck wild. Yeah. And so for example, it's weird because. Um, what is it called? Like progressive voting? It's not progressive voting. It's like I um, think you're thinking of like progressive dinners when you go from like house to house. Yeah, <laughs> progresso. Uh, no, like what San Francisco did, where they were voting, where it's like it's not jungle rules, but it's basically like as people don't have majorities, the lowest person is is knocked out. Mm-hmm. But like it's. Instead of that, it's like people in a gym with hot dish. Gyms and church basements. Yeah, right. Exactly. And and so so Iowa, for whatever reason, is like the biggest one, right? Sure. And they said that, I think they I read it was like $68 million was spent. Like an insane amount of money. Right. And since it is now two days later and we don't have final results. Well, so. That means the money's wasted. Yeah. And from my job which is i work in software consulting well we've been talking about this a lot in the office and again if this is not correct i didn't d- double who check cares it's a comedy podcast yeah. <laughs> if this isn't correct go listen to pod save america yeah, right exactly go listen to what's his name mike barbara or john lovett um <gasps> i love john lovett it's in the name uh and so i do picture john lovett's anyway so the issue here is also that like there was no timeline for this app so there was no ability to test it because there wasn't the money to make it available and then more importantly um they hired a bunch of if you look up this company on linkedin everyone who was a coder on this thing who's an engineer is like straight out of boot camp they're like have no experience at all making actual uh, like actual code in a way that actually would be deployed in a in a like a large scale kind of thing. Yeah. So they're like they were screwed from the beginning that like they don't know what they don't know. It's like it's the it's the equivalent of like yeah. it's it's like taking a someone who just passed their driver's test, their permit test actually is probably a better example here. They just passed their permit test and they were like, "All right, you're going to run shipping across, <laughs> across the nation. You run all of Amazon shipping. You are now going to both create the systems and drive all the cars. So it's just, I feel so bad for the people who built it. 
in that way. Also, apparently, it was deployed in test flight, which is like a fake beta I mean, way to deploy. I- the other thing I don't get is I, uh, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an election judge in Chicago. Okay. And as an election judge, with crumb, with great power comes great responsibility, Paula. Exactly. Uh, as an election judge, which I uh, hate nothing more and continue to do, <laughs> I, I hate every minute of it. The Paula's gag story. The Paula- <laughs> um, you have to submit results in so many ways. Sure. There's like four ways that you submit results. You have to call them in. You have to send in electronic. You have to deliver the results by hand. When you deliver them by hand, they're printed on three separate things. Why was Iowa like... This app probably works. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Chicago's the most disorganized place in the world. And Why do we have it better? Also, the most corrupt voting system Absolutely. in the world. Chicago is so. This, this is a tangent. I know we need to start the episode, but <laughs> me, I, stop me if I've told this. So in Chicago, you get if you're an election judge, you get paid extra for certain things. Okay. So a lot of times, I'm the key judge, which means I like pick up the key and then I'm the one that like unlocks. Oh, you're not like the key as in like you're the primary. Like you actually. I like to think I am. (laughs) (laughs) You literally Um, have a physical key. So you get little extra, extra little bits of money for different things. Gotcha. Uh, And you get extra money if you speak another language. Okay. And so most precincts have a Spanish speaking judge because that's the most commonly other spoken language. But like there's people available who speak Polish and French and and Japanese and like any kind of language that are on call. And so there's a guy at our precinct who said he was the Spanish speaking judge. And I cannot describe how crazy this man looked. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like if you saw him in Mariano's, you'd think I'm going to let someone stand between us at the grocery store. Like wild. And a woman comes in eventually and she spoke Spanish and she wanted a Spanish speaking person to help her. And I was like, Awesome. I have just the person. So I send, <laughs> and somehow this is all my problem. Sure. So I, I send this guy over and um, I'm sitting there, you know, checking people in. And this girl comes up to me and goes, I don't know who that guy is. And I don't know what he's saying, but it is not Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, he wasn't speaking Spanish. He was just, um, like saying almost English like in a, a Spanish, like it, saying in, like speaking English, but rolling his R's, like it was obscene. This woman so was staring at him, like what is, like so mad at him, obviously. And I had to get the guy fired. <laughs> Welcome to being earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula, and we are here to talk about the earnest and sincere. <laughs> Topics of the day. Paula, what's our topic this week? I don't remember. The undead. The undead. (laughs) (laughs) Which is topical. We pulled it all together because in Chicago, you can vote even if you're dead. Um, (gasps) Wow. Yeah, well, it's it's a corruption joke. No, I got that, but I'm impressed with ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Josh, what do you mean by the undead? So what I mean by the undead is beings fantastical or real that come back to life after being dead Ooh. so goblins ghouls mummies I don't know if skeletons. goblins were ever dead i think goblins yeah, are no, just goblins like, are not the undead as i'm saying this right no, now. no 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 i think goblins are just like a little guy <laughs> it yeah yeah you're right little green guys 
They're definitely not the undead. They're not like all goblins are green. Yep, you're right. I'm the I'm the <laughs> asshole here. <laughs> but you know, mummies. Sure. Ghosts. Oh yeah. Skeletons. Yes. You know, all those kinds of all those kinds of situations. Yes. And zombies. Anything that uh, is gonna come back up from the ground and eat you. So this is basically an episode where Josh and I wanted to talk about monsters. And we yep. couldn't quite think of the name of the episode. Monsters? Well, goblins aren't monsters. They're people too, Paula. I don't think they goblins are people. Hey, Josh, not all goblins are people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do we have to cut all this? <laughs> so to keep it insanely topical for the first time ever on this podcast. I and And I want our listeners to peek inside the curtain and know that we are having to switch up a lot so this comes up first yeah right. for no reason nothing else about this is like topical or important yeah but we want to talk about this and that's <laughs> going to change our production schedule and this all might be resolved by next week but paula coronavirus oh my gosh tell me about it the coronavirus it's in it's coming in from china it came into chicago oh yeah in wisconsin now oh good there's a Great. lot in the united states the reason i brought up coronavirus is there are currently two cruise ships quarantined sure which is Buck wild. There are two cruise ships and you know one of them is Carnival. Like it just is. <laughs> because if something bad happens, Carnival Cruise slides its little self in there. Yep. They are stranded at sea because there was coronavirus found on them. But now I thought when I read that, I was like, hey, I can think of worse things. Like sure. that sounds kind of fun, right? Swimming, yeah. hanging out. False. Josh. Okay. They have to be in their rooms all day. Oh, my God. They're in their rooms, and you if you splurged for the balcony suite, things are a little bit better than the people who didn't. Right. You're so below some people don't have a window. There? Oh, my God. You can't leave for food. You get your food brought to you by people wearing hazmat suits. The only thing to do is, like, whatever you brought and a couple of on-demand movies. It's horrifying. Also, I would imagine at some point the food runs out. Are they, like, well, resupplying the two ships? weeks. I mean, I'm assuming you could get re- the sh- resupplied. Maybe. That wouldn't be so hard. I mean, it's not like they're out at sea lost. Yeah, and it's not like they're lost in space. And it would because take the light years people to get with there. coronavirus had to get brought to hospitals. Sure. Um, but it really very quickly goes from like, that sounds kind of fun to like, that is literal hell. Yeah. Yeah. And But the, the ships keep saying that they made Wi-Fi free. Like that makes it all better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think the most searched things? Porn. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Man, I I do think I could play Sims for two straight weeks. <laughs> okay, so... Um, but you know some people were like, I'm not bringing my computer or whatever. Right, exactly, because they were like, I'm going to unplug. I'm going to be at sea. I'm going to be at sea. I won't even need a computer. Okay, let's... Oh, my God. I have so much stress for those people. Okay, Paula, let me ask you a question. All right. this. Let's say you're stuck at sea for two weeks and you're stuck in your in your room. Are we together? Uh, in this I, scenario, I think individually. Okay, we're both separately. And we stuck. can't talk. We can can't. there be a door connecting us? Yeah, there could be a door connecting okay. us, and we can talk through the door. Um, I'm gonna open it. <laughs> no, you're breaking the rules. If I have coronavirus, you're gonna get it. That's we're on a cruise. What? Doing shows? Yes. We share mics. You're gonna headliners. get coronavirus. You're gonna get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's my question. What skill did you do you think you could teach yourself in two weeks? Ooh, in two weeks. You're just in a cruise. You, you, let's say we have our computers as Kay. well. So you have like, you can watch YouTube. I 
have always wanted to learn how to juggle. That's a great answer. Thank you. I think now, you could learn how to juggle in I two weeks. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd have objects, but I bet I could wad up some socks or something. Right. Exactly. I was thinking close-up magic. Now, I love the idea of that, but Josh, what could you possibly have with you? I, maybe I brought some cards. You brought cards on the I cruise. I brought cards. Sometimes I Why like Why did so- you bring cards on this cruise? We had six <laughs> shows a day. <laughs> it helps me focus, Paula. Well, you didn't put us in a nice room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We were, were six shows a day and we're opening for Mark Maron, every single one of them. <laughs> I, um, the people I feel the worst for though, well, besides the people in the internal cabins with no windows, yep. I, I would break free. Yeah. The people I feel really bad for are the people working on the cruise I ship. I was about to say. Yeah. Cause like you got to put a hazmat suit on every day and deliver this terrible You got to keep working. Yeah. The ship doesn't just stay afloat. Oh my God. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, Paula, what if this is our Titanic? We write a movie about this. We win all the awards. Oh, very dramatic. They're yeah. going down with the ship. Well, it's kind of like a Rashomon type, type thing where it's a vignette piece where you get different storylines from each of the different cabins and then it all it. comes together. I love it. And we call it... Like Love Actually. Like Love Actually, but... Called Ship Happens. Yeah. Oh, TM, 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 TM. That is ours. Josh, uh, speaking of undead, you're scared of mummies. I am scared of mummies. We talked about this on the pod before at some point. I'm an adult man who is almost 30 and I'm scared of mummies. Are you like actively afraid of them or just like you you would prefer not to hang out with one? I'm afraid of what they represent. Mm, that makes sense. I don't like the like. I love them. God, Paula, would you marry a mummy? Yeah. I wouldn't be able to come over anymore. At least I'd keep quiet. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, David. Thank you for. <laughs> just kidding, David. <laughs> it was just a good joke. Um, yeah, I don't like mummies. I don't. I don't like the whole like petrification, like embalming process. Mm. I don't. I don't like thinking about that. Um, and never have. I had a nightmare when I was a child, and it still stuck with me. Still stuck with you. Now, did you know that people in the Victorian times had mummy unwrapping parties? Yes, I have heard about this. So, but for people who don't know, so the the pyramids now, and I might be completely wrong, but like Westerners, European, I, I, from my understanding, this was in England, didn't really know about the pyramids. And then someone was like, here's the pyramids. Well, there was a whole, like, it got really in vogue. Like when they found Tutankhamun's. Yes. Yeah, like King Tut's tomb. Suddenly it was like, Egypt fever. Right. And the really rich people would pay for a mummy to be shipped up. And then they'd invite a bunch of people over and they'd unwrap that shit. And then because there's like jewels and stuff. Yeah, in there's them. like treasure. So, I mean, so the thing is, it's obviously horrible, obviously inhumane, disgusting. And I mean, if I was invited to a mummy party, like, I wouldn't not go. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not take a scarab emerald. I don't want to touch it because that's how you get haunted. Right. Exactly. But I mean, sure. do I want to be like around the like what the 1900s Victorian era water cooler? Which I don't know what that would be. <laughs> um, a pail. Yeah. Right. A, a well. The one le- well in town. <laughs> a bucket of leeches. Yeah. They're like, what are you? I'd be like, what are you guys up to this weekend? And they'd be like going to my kids' croquet game. And I'd be like, cool, cool, cool. I'm actually going to a mummy unwrapping party. 
It's kind of like an ancient pinata. Ew. But you're not wrong. <laughs> you crack it open and treats come out. I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. This is very, and it's like desecrating the dead. I don't like that at all on any level. Mm. Do you like the movie The Mummy? I've seen probably the middle third of The Mummy. Oh, it's good. Really? Yeah. Brendan Fraser is a snack in it. Uh-huh. So now tell me this, Paula. Uh, how is Brendan Fraser a different person than Nathan Fillion? Um, Nathan Fillion's still kind of famous. Wow. <laughs> So that's one of them. That's fair. He has that TV show. Brendan Fraser could be in Battlestar Galactica. No, what, what was he in? Firefly. Brendan Fraser could be in Firefly, but Nathan Fillion could not be Dudley Do-Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. That's my take. Wow. You wanted to study Egyptology, though, right? Um, no, I never really actually wanted to study Egyptology, but I think being an Egypt, an archaeologist who focuses on Egypt... Sure. ...would be like... Is always my answer to the job of like, if you could have any job. Sure. No, you don't have to worry about the training. Like you automatically have it, all that. What would you be? And it would be an archaeologist who studies Egypt. Okay. What would yours be? That's a good question. So it's, you you can have whatever skills it takes to have it. Sure. It's it's like basically like there's no bar to entry. Right. And you and you have an automatic job. Right. Sure. And a good a good one. I mean, for me, it's like show running a children's show. Mm. is like what I would that like. That feels too close to what you're doing. <laughs> Fair. Um, then I would like to be. Like it can't be something you're actively like. I could end up actually doing. Yeah. Um, good question. Because then uh, that just like turns into a talk about our hopes and dreams and yeah. I don't want to deal with that. No, man, people don't want to listen to that on an earnest podcast. No. <laughs> you know, honestly, I really like looked into archaeology as a field to oh. potentially do it. So you're copying me. No, well, Brown University has the only Egyptology oh department God, west of the Nile. Oh, God, did you go to Brown? Nile. You haven't mentioned it in an episode. <laughs> you talked over my very droll joke. You talked over me very droll. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to be like an anesthesiologist. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but also like... Put people down. Shut them like, up. You just get to be a weirdo. You know what I mean? I have heard that. Um, it, well, maybe that's not true. And, and I hope I say this out loud. And we have a huge listener base of anesthesiologists. Um, and they get mad at me. But I've heard that they're the craziest ones. That's what I've heard, too. And so you might fit in. Yeah. Like, I've heard the nicest doctors are like the family doctors. Sure. And then like surgeons and anesthesiologists are. Sure. Hooked on the gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think, well, anesthesiologists, I think, might be an interesting job. Sure, for sure. I do think archaeologists who focuses on Egypt um, is a job that would actually deeply suck. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You're dirty all the time. And for every, like, cool... First off, there's no lights. Sure. So you go in somewhere, and people were three foot four. <laughs> sure. They weighed 20 pounds. See, so you, every place is really tight. So, so... We're assuming here that you're just going to your tomb raiding from day one. Yeah. <laughs> There's I no said like dream job. I didn't say, what do you want to work your way up the ladder on? <laughs> okay. Sure. I just think there's Don't be of, ridiculous. Like, there's lots of sites where you're not actually going inside. You're just digging down. But sure, dream job. We've You found uh, Newton Commons tomb. The new Tutankhamun. So, so, okay. Well, uh, I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, 
anesthesiologist sounds good, but think of those entrance exams. <laughs> sure. I can't wait to do my boards every five years. <laughs> sure. Think of all the insurance forms. Sure. So you, so, but I'm Paula Skaggs, PhD, the, the top the top ar- archaeologist with a focus in Egypt because we can't say Egyptologist. Yes. Um, so for for a brief, the, the highest highs would still feel kind of low. Okay. Because it would be very tight and I'm very claustrophobic. And there's no lights and like flashlights only last for so long. You know what I mean? Sure. And I'm wearing like this like cool like khakis outfit and like a, I I look cool. Yeah, sure. You've got the hat. Yeah, I have like a scarf and somehow it's always tied perfectly. (laughs) Sure, but it's silky and it doesn't keep, it it keeps away the the flies, but it doesn't actually make you warmer. Somehow this Egypt hair just make, (laughs) some of this Egypt air just makes my hair look amazing. You know, like. there's actually, you're, we're like 50 feet underground, but there's still a breeze going through your hair. I'm straight up glowing. You're only in linen. <laughs> turns out, turns out scarabs are amazing for my pores. Sure. Um, but 99.999% of your days as an Egyptologist is sitting on the ground in dirt with a tiny brush being like, nothing here. <laughs> nothing here. And let me write down that there is nothing here. It's like, the past 10 years, I've excavated this five by five foot square, and I've gone down, and this will amaze you, three inches. (laughs) God, your back would hurt always. Oh, yeah. I had to do seconds of manual labor today, and I feel like I'm going to (laughs) die. Well, it's like, you know how uh, Michelangelo painted the Sistine Chapel by, like, you have to, like, lie down to do the top part? That's what he says. Yeah. Exactly. That's what he bragged about. I'm imagining you having a contraption so that you can lie down like you're in a swing, essentially, so that you can just kind of dust the floor. Just almost like a massage chair. Oh, I would love that. Well, the number one Egyptologist in the world can do what I want. (laughs) Right, exactly. What would suck about being an anesthesiologist? I mean, the paperwork. The paperwork also. And having so many interns. (laughs) 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 They don't, they tell you about saving lives. They do not tell you about the intern management. Right, exactly. Um, uh, Also that the, like, the biggest part of the risk of someone's life is in your hands. That part is hard. I Uh, can't see you wanting to be an anesthesiologist. Yeah, no, now that I'm thinking about it Like, I feel like you kind of said that to seem impressive. But it doesn't, you like people. This is true. You don't like when there's a ton of pressure on you. Yeah, that's fair. All of this is your nightmare. Yeah. Then maybe You'd only be dealing with past people. What about being a tailor? (laughs) (laughs) These are so radically different. We've, we've, it's like, I love the opposite of like cold isn't hot. The opposite of cold would be like. Hungry. Yeah, like something <laughs> wild. And that's what you've just done. Yeah. <laughs> the true opposite of an anesthesiologist isn't an undertaker. <laughs> it's a tailor. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're sewing things up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I think you'd be a good tailor. Thank you. You're welcome. Missed your calling. I hate... The thing, the, the thing is about being almost 30, approaching your 30s. Sure. Is I feel like when you are... Pre-27. Uh-huh. Any job seems like it could still be a possibility. Like, I'm never going to be a professional baseball player, but a lot of them are older, and it feels like I could. Yeah, for sure. It feels like you're early enough in your career that you could do a radical switch, and it would be fine. But then something happens in those couple years where you're like, no. 
I don't. It, I'm going to be on a similar path. Yeah, right. Exactly. Or even like just different flavors of the very specific job that you might have. You're like, I can never. I do marketing. I could never do PR. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too old to switch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> too stuck in my ways. Yeah. Can't teach an old dog to hunt. Is that, a, that the... Yep. <laughs> That's it. Paula. What? Of all the different types of undead that you could be haunted by... What would you prefer to be haunted by? In your apartment? Yeah, in your apartment. Uh, okay, so let's talk about our options. Ghost. Mm-hmm. Good old-fashioned ghost. Yep. Ghouls. Ghouls. Poltergeist. Ooh. Poltergeist is kind of playing some pranks. I feel like a ghost is just like a presence. Sure. Spooky presence. Yeah. Let's say that you allowed a vampire through your vestibule, and therefore now they, they can be there. Am I going to get my blood sucked? It depends. I guess what we're really talking about is less what would you like to be haunted by and who would you like to have as a roommate? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So here's the thing. Mummies. Mummies. Zombies. True. All right. So zombies and vampires are out because I don't want someone who's, I want to look like a snack, but I don't want to be a snack. You know what I mean? (laughs) I would argue. So here's what I would argue. Yeah. I think that the zombie completely out, crossing off the list. But vampires, depending on which type of vampire we're talking about, but lots of vampires historically are are pretty debonair. Right. You know what I mean? It's like as long I'm as I'm gonna fall in love with them. Yeah, as long as you don't as long as you have a quid pro quo kind of situation. But the, you you make him mad, you drink his milk out of the jug one time, you know, his blood out of the jug one time, he's gonna get pissed off at you and bite you in your sleep. Well then you become a ward of that vampire. That sounds Horrible. You could live forever, Paula. I don't think of all the dinner parties. Oh God, I would have to bite all my friends. This is true. <laughs> oh no, you would invite all of your friends so that they were alive forever with yeah. you. It's an eternal group chat. <gasps> That'd be fine. Everyone would be a little mad at first, but they'd get over it. <laughs> they would have to get over it. They would have to. Who else are you going to talk to forever? <laughs> No, no, no. I I don't want that. I think perhaps I would pick. uh, Before we move on, before we move on. Yeah. uh, I'm assuming this is because you're a vampire expert because I gave you that book on vampires. Mm -hmm. Have you learned anything that you'd like to share with? I learned so much. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to share with the listenership? They have these teeth that are so sharp. Uh Uh-huh. And they just, they suck blood from Uh your neck. Uh huh. And there are there's so many of Paula, them. Paula, have you read this book? I have not opened it yet. Um, <laughs> so, I stare at your port, your painting every day. So did you put it up? No, it's still it's it's in my room. So we're both monsters. Hmm. Um. So I think I would pick a wailing Victorian ghost child. <laughs> All those mummy unwrappings, baby. Because, um, <laughs> first off, any attention I give this ghost child, they're going to love. Sure. But I don't know how, I don't have to feed it or take it out for walks or anything like that. Okay. Um, so that'd be kind of fun. Okay. Um, in a way, like, they're a child, but they're also very wise. Uh-huh. Um, and cute, cute fashion. Sure. Creepy. 
Uh-huh. Like the right amount. Yeah, like a like a like a conversation piece. Yeah. Not like something where people never want to come over. Yes, exactly. What would you pick? Hmm. Everybody would come over to see my wailing Victoria Ghost Child. <laughs> They'd be like, is that new? Have you how long have you had this? I think I would want an old prospector mm. who was who's not dead or creepy in any way. <laughs> well, no, just a prospector. Like his unfinished business is that he needed to, like he never got to tell see his family again or tell someone an important message. Yeah, because you know at that point you've got a walking partner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can do the same loop. You get out. You get your steps in. No, they can't go outside. We can walk around the apartment. We can get our steps right, yeah. in, you know, do that. Uh, I can hear about stories. It feels like they'll have a fun accent. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, they might be able to tell me where gold is. Well, it's all gone by now. Well, not if, the, not <laughs> if it came in. All those rivers are polluted by Amazon at this point. <laughs> Google's pumping those rivers full of... All that, it, all that SEO juice yeah. ends up in the rivers. What would be the worst one? I mean, vampires, in my opinion. I also think a wailing Victorian child, because the main part of it is that they're wailing the entire time. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Josh, we touched on zombies. Can we talk about zombies? Yes, let's please talk about zombies. I will never... I love talking about zombie apocalypses. Sure. Great. You go first. (laughs) I think I love talking about them. I love being like, where would we go? What would we pack? What would we do? But the fact of the matter is I would die immediately. Sure. I would. I like I spent four hours yesterday playing a free version of Roller Coaster Tycoon on my phone. Like great game. I did a great job. Really great game. But so did you ever play Zoo Tycoon? No. That was the expansion, the like spinoff that we played uh, that a lot. And you could have expansion packs for lots of different types of like exotic animals that you could wow. put in the, have in zoos. And you could, no. it was very fun. I had Roller Coaster Tycoon and Sam City though. Wow. So I think that I, I am, I am so only able to exist in this time period that if you <laughs> take any of that away, I would just lie on the floor and give up. Sure. I'd be like, take me now. I think you're stronger than you think you are. Paula. I don't think I am. <laughs> So I, what I always I say about... I get so tired so easy. <laughs> I don't I, like carrying stuff. I don't run. Uh-huh. My feet hurt. Sure. I don't like being cold or hot. Yeah, there's going to be a fair amount of coffee withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> um, for On my end, what I've always said about the zombie apocalypse is I think I would be really, really useful for about a week. Yeah. Because here's the things that I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. I have a very good sense of direction. I have a pretty good memory. In pressure situations, I generally am pretty strong in terms of like project management, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm really good at packing three dimensional spaces. So like That's be- true. being able to like pack a box, being able to pack a car, making sure that there's the right stuff in there. So you would be really good for the preparing. Oh yeah, for the preparing and for like let's get out of the city. Yeah, you right? could get us out of the city and then you could get us unpacked. Right. I'm exa- wailing. I'm the Victorian ghost child now. I'm wailing <laughs> the entire car ride there. Sure. And then about a weekend, the things that are my major flaws kick in. Like I have terrible eyesight. <laughs> my glasses break. I'm done for. No, you would have to bring some contacts. Well, for sure, but at a certain point, you run out of contact. Now, that's our earnest topic of the week. That's our earnest advice of the week. If you're ever in an apocalypse situation and you have bad vision, 
Bring your contacts and your glasses. <laughs> so that you're covered. <laughs> yes. Bring all and pa- bring your backup glasses if you have them. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, who knows when you're going to see your prescription again. Yeah. <laughs> New eye doctors are hard to find. <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse, finding a good eye doctor is a one in a million chance. <laughs> um, but also, like, I'm not... I know nothing about surviving in the wild. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like weird sounds spook me. <laughs> like um, I'll probably I'm the kind of person who would be too confident about something where it's like, no, this is something we can eat. and It's poisonous. Uh, Josh. So let's say we're in where we're, we did it. We made it out of the city. Sure. We're together. What's eventually. Oh God, Paula, I I'm just now realizing I killed people. <laughs> I didn't just kill. I just just. It's not the zombies. Yeah, I don't those mind about people the, weren't zombies. Yeah, no. In they were just get kind a, of in our way. Yeah, and we killed them because we had to survive. They, look, they were they were Paul, taking too I long. Am I ever going to get over this? They were taking too long at the post office. <laughs> we had to get the mail out. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to get over this, Paula. You will. Uh, <laughs> wow. What is eventually going to take us both out? You, I mean, the guilt, but. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like what is the reason we don't survive the zombie apocalypse sure. or how do we get bitten by zombies sure i think it's a situation where we're like there's a horde of zombies coming through oh. and they're far enough away that like because we don't know math you know how like trains are always going faster than they yeah. appear we're like we can we could just keep driving we're gonna get pet we're gonna be faster than them and no we drive right into the middle of it i you would end because you'd be like that zombie looks reasonable i think i can talk to him and we'd be like you cannot talk to him yeah we'd be like he doesn't speak and you're like no 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 let's approach this with logic let's approach this person to person and we'd be like that's not gonna work dude and then you'd be like i got this and you would just be bitten immediately wow that's what would happen wow i would argue that i i know that zombies can't be reasoned with but i think i could take one And like we had no bullets left and my knife is fucked up and I'm like, I'll just do it with my hands. <laughs> and we're like, you cannot. <laughs> like, no, I I started running like pretty frequently right before the zombie apocalypse happened. You and I have an idea of like, I'm going to jump on his back and, and choke him and you're going to kick him a lot. And it just does not work. How do you think I would end? I think you'd be doing a bit and we'd be like, Paula, <laughs> no, this is serious. We have to go. And you're like, mm, maybe I should bring this toothpaste. And like, it's a whole Colgate related bit. And it's like, no, Paula, we have to leave right now. And you're like, now? <laughs> and then you get bitten because we didn't leave. You're going down too then. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> as long as you know, <laughs> I'm bringing you all down with me. <laughs> right. If you can't make it, no one's making it. Yes. So, Paula, a big part of being a wizard of the dark arts mm-hmm. and creating the undead mm-hmm. is, um, you know, potions, spells, sure. things like that. Sure. I've done Pottermore. Sure. Yeah. You founded Pottermore. I'm aware. What's your house? Ravenclaw? That's what everyone kind of says. Yeah. Like you're absolutely a Ravenclaw. I feel what like do you think you are? No, I'm like, yeah, I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah, you're you're like the mascot of Ravenclaw. Sometimes people are like, you're a Hufflepuff. And I'm like, that's offensive. No, I don't think you're a Hufflepuff. I think you're a strong Ravenclaw. Thank you. Did you take the test? What's your Patronus? I didn't. Wow. <laughs> I'm a Gryffindor and my Patronus is a dolphin. So Paula, can, we, can we brew some very earnest potions? 
Yes. So I don't really care about the ingredients. Maybe we could think about the ingredients as we mm. think about what they do. But what I would like to think about is like if we were to make earnest potions. Yes. Things that earnestly do things for people. Ooh. What would you want to create? Mm, so they must change something about them, right? Yeah. You drink this thing like a, like a love potion or like a... Like it makes you. Double- oh, I have a good one. Okay. Okay. I saw this thing on Amazon recently that um you you do it in your ear and then a couple days later a bunch of ear wax falls out. Oh my god. So what I would want is a potion that you drink and then your ear wax just immediately falls out in a giant clump. Oh, so I would want this with like mucus and sinus pressure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How about that? It's a potion, but then all the like wax in your ears and the mucus, like all that gross stuff, just. Whoosh, Pops out. And he black out for a second. And it's not it's not fun, but it does it. It does Gets it. Gets the job done. You immediately can smell again. It's a little fun. It's a little fun. Yeah, to like see. like like a neti pot. Kind of like, gross. It, it's kind of gross. It's like it's like a um like pore strips, which yeah. I know we've talked about. It's vile, but like it's kind of fun to see. Like you yeah. kind of are like, this is so gross. But then the little we're all just disgusting little rat kings. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a little interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like like the it's not just that that it dissolves. It pops out. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, it's like you need to get the being earnest branded uh bowl yeah. that it all falls into. If vat a, even. If you had a tapeworm, would you want to know and would you want to see it? Um I would definitely want to know. I would not want to see it. You would not want to see it? I would not want to see it. Because I've heard that you can hold milk up underneath your nose yeah. and it comes out. Yeah, like a like World War Two. Jeez Louise. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to. No. 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 Um, now I feel like I can feel a tapeworm in my nose. <laughs> Do I have a tapeworm? <laughs> um, I, I wish I had the kind that eats all your food. <laughs> so yeah, you so just get really, get really skinny. Skin. <laughs> um, I'm actually just like a tapeworm. Um, so I think my potion would be a potion that you could drink mm-hmm. and you would be able to remember everyone you've seen's name. Oh, that's a good like one. Like right before a party. Yeah. You have all the back. It gives you all the background information yes. that you need just in your memory to yeah. be able to make polite conversation, yes. especially for people where it's been too long. Yes. Since, and you cannot ask them their name. Yes. I, yeah. And, and, and really I'd like to take the elements of that and the memory leaf or whatever it is and be able to have very good. I have terrible memory. Sure. And I'd love to have a very good memory, but only when I need it. Sure. You know, like I have, I'm, um, after this, after the recording done, I'm doing a stand-up set. Sure. And I wrote new jokes for it. Okay. And I'm terrified I don't remember them. I'm not nervous about the set, but I'm nervous that I won't remember everything. Even though you wrote it today. Even though I wrote it today. And it's just like, this This potion would help. Okay. Let me let me oh, come up with... I have another... Test takers. I mean, it's technically cheating, maybe there. Eh, it doesn't maybe matter. it's that you could retain all the things that you ha- actually put in your memory mm. so it's not you don't get new information that's a it's good just you can it access, helps you retain it yeah it helps you access or it helps yes. you retain it in the moment it the smooths other. out that wrinkle in your brain yeah yeah here's my other one so i call it confidence potion okay it's not alcohol okay because here's the thing alcohol might inhibit your like like all the like self-awareness there but that's also a bad thing right potentially right it just like gives you a little nudge in the right direction to be able to like like see the the see opportunities yeah whether you take them or not but like you see the opportunity yeah and you can take the opportunity yeah yeah that's a good one instead of like 
you see the opportunity, you take the opportunity, you trip over yourself because you've had too many beers. Right. You know what I mean? Or you're unable to speak or whatever it might be. Yeah. Mom, I don't drink this much. I promise. I kind of like my earwax one more. (laughs) (laughs) So one more thing to throw at you here, Paula. Um, So necromancers, uh, like dark wizards. Are those the people that... No, that's necrophiliacs. So they're the people that romance them before? <laughs> no. They're wooing them? <laughs> yeah. Take that's them out gross. on dates, that's wine them and dine them. vulgar. <laughs> no, it's like uh, like wizards of the undead. Mm, okay. Right? Like um, like Mickey and Fantasia with all those brooms. Honestly, kind of. Uh, that's more like... Not not like it. <laughs> I'm going to take my D&D hat off for a second. Um, so... Uh, Let's say you've reanimated two skeletons, two skeletons, and you can have them do whatever you want them to do. <laughs> what do you want them to do? Bone. <laughs> what was that, Paula? Um, I don't want to say bone because that's the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> also, that wouldn't work because... That's why you kind of want to be like, well, scientifically. (laughs) How is this going to work? I think I would love to have them. um, hmm. See, I have an answer. Are they (laughs) skeletons? They're skeletons. Okay. Uh, I'd like them to be part of my three-person vaudeville act. Ooh. Like, I just want to like an old-timey vaudeville, like silent, because they can't talk. Oh. They don't have tongues, and they don't have vocal cords. So, So they're just doing like... Like prop comedy. That'd be fun. See, I feel like I'd want to be on a three-person improv team with mine. (laughs) And then I'd get all the stage time. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Josh, do you know what had a really big moment? What? Time capsules. Yes, the two time, the time when it was put in the ground and the time when it was pulled out. No, I feel like when it was turning to 2000, everyone was putting time capsules That's fair. That's fair. Or lots of places were getting them undone, like, like they'd been buried in the fifties and it was like undue in the year 2000. Sure. 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 Yeah. There were uh, 2000 is a unique year in that it's both like a millennium uh, and a century. Like, yes. yeah, it's an easy year to like commemorate. And really in a way it's an undead version of your past self. <laughs> wow. 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 That was the smartest thing anyone's ever said. Did you do any of those like classroom time capsules? I feel like I did, but I don't know what I put in. I know I wrote um, something that my elementary school did was um, when you first, I think when you graduated from sixth grade and went to middle school, you wrote a note to yourself that you would get when you graduated 12th grade. Oh my God, that's so cute. What if people moved? I don't know. Maybe they mailed it to them. That's so adorable. I don't remember what it was, but it was like some. It was something like that, where like a younger self, you wrote it to your <gasps> older self. What did you say? I don't remember at all. That's but- for sure one of those things that I would not have taken very seriously, and then I would have felt bad I didn't take it seriously years later. Yeah, sure. Like <laughs> past Paula would have screwed up. Yeah, right. <laughs> past Paula just would have been like, I am so into Survivor lately. Yeah, you. Uh, you invent time travel just to be able to go back and be like, young Paula, you have to do this. <laughs> Write me some good advice. Yeah. Not like, you know, change the time stream for more justice in the universe. No, no, no. You get one travel back in time and that's what you wasted on. Yeah. Right. 
Um, did you ever do the time capsules? You know, I'm sure we did, but I can't for the life of me. You know, it was probably something that our teacher was very proud of and we put a lot of work into and she thought that that's really going to stick with us for the rest of our lives. Um, but I can't, simply can't tell you what was in it. <laughs> um, which is a funny probably. thing about a time capsule is like, if it mattered, we all would have remembered. Yeah. That, so it was that's, probably like a beanie baby. It's like junk, right? Yeah. They're like, to be fair, beanie babies. Do you think about like, um, you know, like a thousand years from now, if the human race still exists, you know, like you open it We up. won't last another 10. Yeah, right. Um, or aliens come in, whatever it is. They find one of these time capsules. The like way that they're going to put the the evidence together that's just like, Makes some sense, but is totally wrong. Well, that's like um, there's like the golden record flying around space, right? Yeah, totally. Which is um, which is a a record. Yep. And it is like an LP. Mm-hmm. And it is filled with the sounds that like, a human beings decided they'd want aliens to know about us, and yeah. it's truly so earnest and sweet. And we should look it up, but it's like, it's like the sound of people saying hello in every language, and like. People laughing. And I believe it's also a recording of Johnny B. Good <laughs> by Chuck like, Berry. Um, that's the one. <laughs> hey, aliens, you know that sound you've been looking for? Check this out. <laughs> what would, like, can you imagine aliens being so excited, being like, they're going to share with us the wisdom of humanity? Like, this is really going to be something. And it's like, Johnny B. Good. <laughs> I mean, Wait, it's a great song. <laughs> it's a, that it's a great song. record must be like haunting to listen to. Oh, yeah. Also, we're really assuming they can have a record player. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thank God it's a record, though, and not like <laughs> the golden eight track. I love the idea of like, yeah, it's like a, it's a platinum Zune. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it can hold two songs. <laughs> Both are Johnny B. Good. Yeah. <laughs> If you could pick one song to add to the golden record, what would it be? Um, Justin Bieber's What Do You Mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bop. It's, it is a bop. It's a bop. What would yours be? I guess it'd be the Being Earnest theme song. <laughs> but What Do You Mean by Justin Bieber is good. <laughs> I feel like, um, do you know what I think? I think I'd record a song and like <laughs> do, my in charge? <laughs> do my best. Do my best. And send it out there because then aliens would be like, this must have been their biggest pop star. I also. (laughs) (laughs) She must have been the most famous one. I like the idea that you record um, like a cover, a karaoke cover (laughs) of It's All Coming Back to Me by Celine Dion. So that. (laughs) So that A, it seems like you're Celine Dion. (laughs) And B. Every other intelligent race also ha- and species has to be uh, subjected to someone singing karaoke too. <laughs> it's all like coming back. Aliens to me. invade Earth and they're like, "Bring us the most famous person alive." And they'd be like, "I guess Barack Obama." And they're like, "No, Paula Skaggs." <laughs> they'd be like, "Who is that?" <laughs> <laughs> Searching the records. The girl that tweeted about teeth once. <laughs> <laughs> She comes up with Paula Skaggs. Search Paula Skaggs' teeth <laughs> on your Google. <laughs> Listeners, if you don't know, I once tweeted about teeth. And now something has gone wrong with Google. So whenever you enter in my name, it says Paula Skaggs' dentist. Paula Skaggs' teeth. 
Paula's gag's tooth. It's a really weird kink that people are into. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for I us. I think that's going to do it for us. As always, thank you so much for listening and listening for another week. Uh, before we go, we're going to do our signature segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. Imatra. As we've mentioned before, uh, these most recent emotos come from our live show. Um, uh, they are anonymous, so we will, uh, if it was yours, let us know. I have one here that says, my friend Jeremy just got a golden doodle. She is five pounds, and we spent 20 minutes carrying her around Mariano's. Five pounds. Spoiler alert, this is David. (laughs) (laughs) Unless someone else has a best friend named Jeremy who just got a five-pound golden doodle that they went to Mariano's with. (laughs) And she's the cutest thing I've ever seen. I love that. Um, This one is from another listener. I saw an okay movie. Hell yeah. But didn't roll my eyes when people clapped at the end. Good for them. What movie do you think it was? Cats. I think it was, I think it was, um, what's the one that Adam Sandler's in? Big Uncut Jewel. Gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah, I, that also was my other my other thought, yeah. potentially that. Yeah. As always, thank you to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And thank you to our good friend Dylan Dutch for our theme song. He is at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. If you're liking the pod... Please, please, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. It is so enormously helpful. Yes, please. And until next week, if you're planning on going on a cruise, I know you want to disconnect. I know you want to disconnect and leave your computer at home. But what happens if a major flu breaks out? You want to make sure that you can get on YouTube and learn an important skill. Bring those juggling balls. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Have a good week. Bye.